Hi, this is Alan Ouellette on the Tennisemble Classroom Podcast. And what I have for you here in this episode is from a mini course called Tennisemble 101. What you're about to hear is the audio from one of my Tennisemble 101 video lessons. But if you'd prefer to watch the videos instead, and you're not already a subscriber to this course, look for a link on the page with this podcast. And that link will take you to the sign-up page. Or just go to TennisEbbleClassroom.com if there's no link visible. I'm including several of the Tennis Elbow 101 course lessons here in this podcast series, but not the first two because they're so visual. In those lessons, I show you how to test, assess, and diagnose yourself, first for Tennis Elbow and then for Golfer's Elbow in the second video. And you really need to see what I'm demonstrating for it to be useful. Aside from those two lessons, I thought it might be very handy to make the rest available in podcast form here so you can listen to them on the go. Just the same, I encourage you to subscribe and get the video versions to get the most out of this course. And while you're at it, please subscribe or follow this podcast if you're listening to it on iTunes or some other podcast app. And leave me a favorable review if you find this helpful. Thanks in advance, and here comes your Tennis Elbow 101 lesson. Hi, this is Alan, your Tennis Elbow Tutor, with your next installment of Tennis Elbow 101. Now that we've taken an overview of golfers and Tennis Elbow in the previous video, we're going to talk about what causes this stubborn, annoying injury, especially about what happens in your muscles, because this seems to be somewhat of a blank spot in the current view. What's the insidious process by which repetitive motions, whatever they are, whether they're related to you know, work, tennis, golf, or gardening, end up injuring you and causing you pain? First of all, golfers and tennis elbow are muscle and tendon injuries. And although the tendon is where the most serious part of the injury is, and what essentially defines the injury, let's make sure that we understand what the difference is between a muscle and a tendon. Why does that matter? Because although muscles and tendons are you know, two parts of the same unit, they're made of different materials, and they have different purposes. Another big difference is that they heal at different rates. Tendons, unfortunately, heal much more slowly than muscles. So what's a tendon exactly? Our tendons are like the cables that connect our muscles to our bones. You know, most, most muscles have a tendon at either end, and the muscle's in the middle, and the tendons connect it to the bone at each end. And when a muscle contracts, it pulls on a bone, and that moves the joint. Now, from my perspective, Although a tennis or a golfer's elbow injury is technically to the tendon, it's, it's really the muscle that causes much of the problem and where the injury actually begins and where we need to direct a lot of our attention and energy to reverse the vicious injury cycle. Because that injury is not just something that happens one day, like a cut, bruise, or fracture, you know, and then we spend a few weeks gradually recovering from it. No, this, this kind of injury is an ongoing process. And that injury process begins in the muscles, you know, long before you have symptoms in your tendons. And eventually it does start to damage the tendons. And then you get pain. We'll talk more about, about that in just a minute. But first, let's explore the, the specific muscles and tendons involved in golfers and tennis elbow. In the case of tennis elbow, we have these wrist and finger extensor muscles. These, these muscles perform this motion called wrist and finger extension. And these muscles, like most, have tendons at both ends. 
the tendons at the wrist and finger end, they're really long and easily visible. You know, you can see them moving under your skin and the back side of your hand. Um, and it's these muscles on the back side of your forearm that contract and pull on these tendons, which enables them to move the joints in your wrist and fingers. And conversely, the muscles on the other side of the forearm, the golfer's elbow side, they contract and pull on the tendons, which closes the hand into a fist. These are called the wrist and finger flexors. Now, in some cases, people have injuries that involve the tendons at the wrist and, and finger end, like I did about 25 years ago. Now, this is especially common among musicians, people who type a lot, and anyone who performs a lot of, a lot of small repetitive motions, whether for work or for fun. But if you have golfers or tennis elbow, your injury is at the tendons at this end. If you have tennis elbow, it's the tendons at the elbow end of your wrist extensors that are injured. And most of your pain is at or just below where those tendons attach to your lateral epicondyle. And it should have been especially painful there when we did the tests in the tendons elbow assessment video. If you have golfer's elbow, we're talking about the tendons at this end of your wrist flexors. And you have pain at or just below the lateral epicondyle here. And it should have been painful here when we did the assessment tests in the golfer's elbow assessment video. In either case, these tendons on the elbow side, the origin side, are very short, and they're a lot less obvious. You can't really see them distinctly, like you can see the long tendons of the fingers at the finger end. At the elbow, they're less than an inch long, maybe only about a half an inch or a centimeter or so. And what we have here are the anchor points on these bony knobs where these tendons all come together and attach at the lateral epicondyle, lateral epicondyle tennis elbow spot, or at the, at the medial epicondyle with golfer's elbow. Yeah, and these are very small, precise areas, but they can really feel big and angry when you're, when you're injured and, and hurting like hell. But we're not gonna talk about these tendons which are at the epicenter of the injury just yet. We're gonna get into the nature of the injury and what happens to these tendons in the next video because before we go there, we need to really lay the groundwork in the muscles. So here's my perspective on how this nasty, vicious injury cycle gets started. It seems obvious to me that the process begins in the muscles. You know, these muscles are gradually overworked and they gradually become tight and restricted and shortened. And since these muscles are constantly pulling on the, their tendon origin attachments, this eventually reaches a threshold that starts to hurt the tendons. Now, we're not just talking about muscle tension here. Muscle tension, it comes and it goes. And uh, you can be tense one, one minute and relax the next. What we're talking about is when layers of muscle basically start sticking together. Muscles sticking to other muscles next to them. And this is something that gradually happens, you know, to all of us as we age. And it's one of the reasons that over time that we lose flexibility, uh, you know, as we get older especially if we don't do anything to minimize or prevent it. Things like exercising the right amount, the right way, practicing yoga, stretching regularly, eating a healthy diet, and, and staying hydrated. And muscles that are on, under a lot of strain and have a, have a lot of load on them or even have more, even more of a tendency for this to happen. And what we're talking about 
is a slow progressive process where fibers are gradually sticking to other fibers and the muscle slowly gets more and more restricted, losing its flexibility and strength. And these stuck areas are called adhesions. And to help you visualize the result, uh, we could compare the adhesion form formation process to scar tissue. Like when you have a cut or a tear, say you, you, know, you, cut, you cut your finger, you sprain your ankle, a lot of scar tissue is going to quickly form during the healing process to repair the damage. Whereas adhesions form slowly due to you know, their buildup of tension, overuse, and other factors, you know, often over a larger area throughout, throughout the whole muscle. The result's very similar in the end, though. You, what you end up with are restrictions in your muscles that reduce your flexibility and functionality, which gradually puts you know, more, more and more of a load on the tendon, which eventually starts to damage the tendon and cause pain. And I see this insidious process at the root of most cases of golfers and tennis elbow. I see this as the missing link, and, and reversing it is one of the three most important goals in my treatment approach. Now, for some sufferers, it's going to be the most important goal. And for others, it's probably it's going to be second most important. These adhesions are not something you can just easily stretch away, though. Not, not past the early stages, anyway. Stretching works more to prevent them than to release them. Although people often stretch aggressively and use various like rollers and things in an attempt to free them up. Uh, so that's why I believe treating the muscle very thoroughly is, a, is an essential part of the solution for tennis and golfer's elbow. And I believe the best way to release those adhesions and, and or scar tissue is with very specific advanced massage therapy techniques. And we'll talk more about treatment, strat treatment strategy later, but for now I, I want to I want to just drop a hint that I believe two very distinct uh, therapy techniques are needed. One that focuses on muscles to break up those adhesions, and one that's just for tendons, which have you know, different needs when it comes to healing and breaking the cycle. And this is something I spend a lot of my time doing when I'm working with tennis and golfer's elbow sufferers who come into my clinic, and, and uh, it's very effective, and I have a very high success rate using these techniques. Now, I know you're, you're probably thinking that I have years of experience doing this and uh, that it would be hard to do it yourself. Well, yes and no. Sure, I have a lot of experience, but these techniques are not rocket science. I mean, yes, there's a little bit of a learning curve and some efforts required. And, uh, you know, as I said in my previous video, there, there are no magic creams or pills or, or secret exercises or remedies. <laughs> as I said, these injuries can be difficult to recover from and challenging, to one's patients, you know, no, no BS. Um, <laughs> but I will say that I, I firmly believe that some techniques are a lot better than others. I believe that mine are the best or among the very best, and you can learn them and, and use them to help yourself recover. Most people can anyway, if they're willing to put in the effort. By the way, I'm not saying that stretching and strengthening don't have a place in the rehab process. They certainly do. Stretching and strengthening exercises have an essential role to play in a complete tennis elbow or golfer's elbow rehab program. It's just that stretching and strengthening are usually not enough to release those adhesions we're talking about or reverse the damage that happens in the tendons, which we'll get to in the next video. So to sum up, here are the three key takeaways. Number one, yes, golfers and tennis elbow are considered tendon injuries because the tendon is technically where the most serious part of the injury is. But since muscles and tendons are two parts of the same unit, uh, and especially since the muscles are doing all the, the active work, you know, they're the active partner, 
basically. Treating the muscle part is thoroughly is a very essential part of the solution. Number two, the muscle is where the problem starts. Muscles have this tendency to form stuck areas, adhesions, especially when they're overtaxed, they're under too much load. And it's a slow process where fibers are gradually sticking to other fibers and the muscle gets progressively more and more restricted, losing its flexibility and its strength, which eventually starts to damage the tendon, the muscles connected to, and which eventually causes pain. In this case, golfers are tennis elbow pain. Number three, it's difficult to reverse this process without the right technique. Now, this insidious process of adhesion formation in the muscles, which I regard as the missing link at the root of most cases of golfers and tennis elbow, it's not something you can just stretch your way through or roll out easily. Yes, stretching and rolling are better than wearing a brace and mobilizing the area and doing nothing, but there are better, faster, more efficient ways to release those sticky adhesions, to restore the muscle's flexibility and take the load off the tendon, break that vicious injury cycle. And that's one of the most important things I teach my members here at Tennis Assemble Classroom, if you're curious. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. There's still a lot to talk about when it comes to tendons, the tendons involved, which, you know, where the epicenter of the injury is found. So I'll see you in the next video where we'll get into that.